You might know him from back in the day. John Bauman is best known as Bowser from the hit TV series and musical group Shanana, but since 2004, he has traveled the country acting as a surrogate on senior issues for literally dozens of political campaigns. And he joins us here in the 6.30 hour. Good morning. Mr. Well, Bauman. good morning How to you. you? <laughs> That's Bowser. You that, just no. got Bowser. Oh, good. I've, who you, never never heard of Wet Sprocket? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never heard of Toad the Wet Sprocket? No, no. kidding. No, early nineties, yeah. early nineties. Yeah, little. Oh, nineties. Yeah, even my kids haven't. My kids haven't heard of them either. So that's cool. It all. It all. <laughs> that makes works me feel out. better. Yeah, at yeah, least. See, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, there, you've missed a, probably an entire segment. And honestly, you you didn't. You probably didn't miss a ton. To be honest with you, how you been? Good. 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 Traveling around, doing things? Yeah, well, I just did a show in uh, at the Mohegan Sun Arena in uh, Connecticut. Oh, that's cool. My wife was there over the weekend. So. Oh. Yeah, she must have just missed you. I wonder if she, well, who knows? She, <laughs> might have, she might have surreptitiously sneaked into the show, she hoping that Wet... Not what, knowing. Was not that... Knowing. Yeah. So what was Wet Sprocket? Was that the name of the song or the No, group? that was the band, actually. That's Toad the band. The that's what I thought. is the band name, yeah. What, I, so what is it again? To- Toad? Toad? Toad the Wet Sprocket, yes. Like... Like, like kiss a toad. Yeah, yeah like like yeah. a toad. Yeah, <laughs> okay. absolutely. Well, maybe she wandered into our show thinking that Toad the Wet Sprocket that was going to be there. Uh, that could have been But they I weren't there. I don't, yeah, <laughs> no, probably not. Probably they were, not. There was a lot of, it was a lot of people on Medicare, actually, <laughs> were, were performing and in the audience. You so. know what? I noticed that. When I go to casinos, there's a lot of folks that are there. They're on the tour buses, you know, and they come in. And you know what? Some of them are the nicest people, and other ones are like hogging two machines at the same time. You never quite know what you're going to get. You well, never, for our show, yeah, you know, you know which was i'm sure it was all nice people 11 yeah. uh bands or 10 or 11 i can't even remember oh, wow. it was bowser's rock and doo-wop party volume 16 starring jay black from jay and the americans uh, blue christie jay siegel's tokens you know it was all these people but it's wonderful songs it's all songs you know right no that's and people can sing along it's I mean, all songs what, you've heard yeah, i mean exactly. if you haven't heard the lion sleeps tonight i yeah. would be shocked right i mean of course. i i think you have to sing it in school because you hear it in every yeah. mattress oh, yeah. commercial oh, yeah, as well <laughs> That, too. that there's ever been. <laughs> that too. So you're here today, and we could catch up for a long time. But we could. unfortunately, I know you've got some important things you really want to talk about. Some super important things you want to talk about. Um, the hands-off Medicare tour. I, I don't see a tour bus outside, but a uh, pretty good message there with the hands-off Medicare tour. What uh, What's the uh, the goal behind this, and uh, what are the concerns right now? Well, this is the first stop in the entire history of the hands-off Medicare tour. Oh wow! And for good reason. So you you are. Very distinguished here in uh, Lewiston to be the first stop in the hands-off <laughs> Medicare tour. The goal of the hands-off Medicare tour is to is very specific. Um, you know, Medicare is under assault. Uh, it's been a wonderful program that has kept. Let's put it this way: before Medicare, thirty-five million uh, seniors, people over sixty-five, thirty-five uh, percent rather, of people over sixty-five live below the poverty line. So that's a very big number. Um, Social Security was even worse. Before Social Security, 50%, over 50% of seniors lived below the poverty line. But um, when you think about it, okay, so between the 30s and the 60s when Medicare was enacted, the 30s, the number was 50%. The 60s, the number was still 35%. So the number right now by the most commonly used metric is 8.7% of seniors living below the poverty line. Medicare has made the biggest difference in 
older people not living in poverty in the United States of America. So for this to be under assault, it's really absurd. It's probably the most successful social program in the entire history of the country. We are going to find, we need to find three Republican senators who will vote against what's called reconciliation. Um, Reconciliation will allow this Congress to uh, take a majority vote to, in essence, destroy Medicare. If we can stop them from taking a majority vote to destroy Medicare, uh, we will make a lot of progress because then they're going to need 60-40 in order to do it. And the most likely Republican senator to get on the right side of this is, is probably Susan Collins, who's already directly said she has real reservations about this idea of turning Medicare into a voucher program, which is a terrible idea, so she should have reservations about it. We will talk about that coming up in the next segment. In fact, we'll lead off with that. You are listening to The Breakfast Club. John Bauman, you might know him as Bowser from the hit TV series, the musical group Shanana. He's in talking about the hands-off Medicare tour. We're the first stop. Exciting. 635, 17 degrees, Mans Big Z. I'm rolling through it on a Tuesday morning. We're getting you ready for the week. I mean, you should have been ready for the week yesterday, but in case you took yesterday off, which was fine, it was a holiday, you should have. Dr. King was a great man. Should have had the day off yesterday, or giving out and giving back, like I saw a lot of people doing yesterday. Giving back now, John Bauman, he's in. He, Of course, you know him as Bowser from the hit TV series and musical group Shanana, but since 2004, he's traveled the country working as a surrogate on senior issues for literally dozens of political campaigns. He has, uh, he's on the hands-off Medicare tour, and the first stop is here in Lewiston and Auburn, and we continue talking about now. So uh, Paul Ryan has plans for Medicare. Uh, it's a voucher system. He kind of, you, you don't have to break down the whole thing for it, but what is that? What, what if it goes to this? What's it going to mean for our seniors? Right. So this idea is to give you a fixed amount. You know, the 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 thing we're worried about being destroyed here is the Medicare guarantee. And that's really the essence of the program. It's the most important thing, is that your these your medical bills are going to get paid. Obviously, we all know that um, for older people, the most common source of bankruptcy in America mm-hmm. was and could be again uh, big medical bills. So the voucher system is really a dangerous system by which you will get a voucher, your voucher will be for a fixed and limited amount of money, and when your fixed and limited amount of money runs out, meaning that there's something serious with you that you have to deal with, you're going to have to go back to private insurance and find yourself another plan. Um, you know, now this is presented as, oh, but it's going to be so wonderful, you're going to have, you're going to have all these choices from private insurance, which of course would remain to be seen because since there's already something wrong with you, um, they're unlikely to want to cover people. But even if you did have all those choices and you were 80 years old and already not well, I would pose that you probably don't want to be sitting there reading, weeding through fine print of private insurance plans, trying to figure out which insurance company is trying to shaft you more than the next one. Um, this just seems like a really crazy idea when Medicare has been a program that has worked magnificently well um, has very low overhead, is tremendously efficient, and has served the population well enough to bring poverty rates down from 35% to 8.7% among the senior community. 
Now, how does the president-elect fit into all this? I mean, I think that's a lot of people's questions on a lot of things right now. That that is a very, very good and astute question for this time in the morning. And the answer, as in many other issues, is, I don't know. (laughs) What do you think? That's reassuring. He ran on, okay, this president-elect ran on that he didn't want to do anything to these programs. However, the party that he represents has been foaming at the mouth to do something to both Medicare and Social Security for decades now, and particularly this leadership in Congress. So is he really going to, in the now that we see he wheeled out Ranks Priebus, um, you know, the, the, his, his chief of staff and the former head of the Republican Party, um, on the Sunday talk shows about two weeks ago to say, no, we're, he's, he's really against uh, doing something you know serious to Medicare and Social Security. So that was kind of good news, if you could believe from one day to the next or even one hour to the next, what was said coming from this administration or administration-to-be. So we really don't know. We are going to act as if, you know, what does that mean? What does that really mean? Does that mean that if Paul Ryan gets his plan through Congress to turn Medicare into a voucher system, Donald Trump will actually veto that and stand up to his own party? I don't know. If there's one thing you could say to Senator Collins right now, if she was here, and she has been a guest on the show before, yes. by the way, so that's, you know, that that's cool. Something. And by the way, this is not a partisan issue. Yeah, no, in it doesn't any seem, way, yeah, shape, matter, you, or form. It, yeah, as you said, it, it, it's you need three Republican senators to break this down, so it's a sixty forty, not a fifty fifty. But it just happens to be that that's how that goes. Um, if she was here right now, what would you say to her or uh, any other senator that you were trying to get to be one of the three to uh, to keep this from being a, a fifty fifty vote? To Susan Collins, who has already who has already expressed quote reservations um, about this approach to Medicare, um, to, to changing Medicare, I would say to Senator Collins, please make good on your statement. Please, we're, we're, we're going, to, you're going to be held accountable, um, but we would like you to follow through. We would like to make sure that you actually take the vote that you've indicated, you've hinted you're going to take. And we're going to keep the pressure on Senator Collins and a couple of others, you know, we'll, um, We'll be going to probably Nevada after this, then Tennessee. Uh, we're we're specifically targeting people who have been pretty good on this this kind of issue. Senator Collins has been historically among the better senators in the Republican Party with regard to senior issues. She's a, a compassionate person. Um, she's a person who understands, you know, seems to understand human needs um, in a in a way that would indicate, and she has already verbally indicated, that uh, she is leaning in this direction. So we need to make sure that she follows through. By the way, to emphasize the nonpartisan nature of this, um, certain Democratic senators who are up, particularly ones who are up in 2018, we also have our eye on making sure that they hold firm to support the Medicare guarantee. There is no certainty um, you know, that Joe Manchin in West Virginia or Heidi Heitkamp in North Dakota or Joe Donnelly in Indiana, you know, in, in red states. Not that that should make Democrats who, who have been elected in red states, not that that should make any real difference because this is a human issue. And I do want to emphasize that um, 
in the polling that's been done by Social Security Works, which is who we're working with on the hands-off Medicare tour, um, 70% of Americans think this is just a miserable idea to to turn Medicare into a voucher system and end the guarantee. And 70% is a pretty big number, so that means these are people in red states, blue states, purple states, all over the country. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, when you really look into the teeth of these polls, um, the difference between a red state and a blue state and a purple state is minimal. Minimal. It, the it, numbers are in the 70s everywhere. It really is. And it seems to change every four years, too, with the way some of these things go and where they fade and where they shade. Now, it, what do you suggest people do if they want to support the goals of your tour and where can they go to learn more? Okay, really the best thing to do, um, you know, come to our events. If you're, if you're here in Lewiston, come to our event today at 2 p.m. in the Franco-American Center. We'll give you more details. But... One thing I really do want to put in people's minds, and you've seen it a little bit early on in other issues, including the Affordable Care Act, um, call. Call your senator. Call your congressman. Call the switchboard. Calls are really, if, if you feel deeply about this kind of issue, phone calls are actually the most effective mechanism. Um, you know, emails can just get lost and you can just ignore them and you can just delete them and all those kinds of things. But phone calls really kind of make a point and, 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 you know, staff has to actually deal with them and listen to what you have to say. They can't just hang up on you. Right. You know, you might get a busy signal, but busy signals are good too. Just that, keep calling. That means other people like you might be calling. It right? means that yeah. a lot of people are calling right. about something. Right. So I want to emphasize the importance of phone calls as distinguished from other methods of contact. Obviously, demonstrating, showing up when something is going on is very, very important. And there's going to be a lot. There are going to be a lot of events. We're going to be behind a lot of them yeah. um, that relate to, you know, at this moment, keeping hands off Medicare, but Social Security is going to be under fire too. The programs are all related. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid are all related to each other in complex ways. But suffice it to say, with a short period of time, they are all related to each other. So the preservation of them, of them all, they are interdependent, um, is something that's going to be on the agenda. We have been talking with John Bauman this hour. You might know him as Bowser from the hit TV series and musical group Sean and I. I just realized you were the very first guest that I have ever had the uh, honor of interviewing that was in Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. <laughs> I just realized that. I was wondering where you were going with that I was, one. I was remembering that one. I was. I just realized. I'm like, wow. And then, you know, the Bowser from Sean and I. Yes, that's I know. It it's a sad year for Adam Sandler's original Hanukkah song, especially <laughs> my verse of it yeah because um i in in this in this verse i am having lunch with arthur fonzarelli yeah who i actually know yeah. henry winkler at the carnegie deli yeah and the carnegie deli shut down this you know that's I why went, it's a sad year for i went to new Adam york Center in Adam. september my buddy's like let's go to the carnegie deli and i'm like whatever it's a sandwich dude and i didn't go and then like a month later they're like oh carnegie deli's closed down forever and i'm like what is wrong with you? Maddie, you blew it. And you I get blew to, it. You I sit at these big, so long badly. tables know, with all these other people. It was a massive failure on my part. It was a massive failure. I will I will admit it, and I will own it. So, And I, I am going to admit here on the air um, with you that I've never had lunch at the Carnegie Deli okay. with Arthur Fonzarelli. Uh, uh, yeah, I right, have had well, lunch at the Carnegie Deli, and, <laughs> and I've had lunch with Arthur Fonzarelli, but, but not, not there. there. And you never can now. That's sad. I know. Yeah, wow.
but at least it rhymes. That's true. That's true. Hey, it's great to see you today. Thank yous. Thank you. Thank Reese you very much. Thank you very much. Have fun at the Franco Center today. Tell Mitch Thomas that you're a regular on the show, and he's probably going to treat you really nicely. Okay? He, he does anyway. Yeah. I, just, be careful of him, though. He's just I, he, keep an he, eye out. I, I consider him a friend. Okay, good. I'm really <laughs> sorry. 653, <laughs> 653, 17 degrees. We love Mitch. Maine's Big Z.